Are you a millennial who's struggling to find more purpose? Do you feel confused when you think about what you're created to do here? Do you waste time on job search engines searching for a better fit? Do you often feel unfulfilled with what you're doing on a day-to-day basis? Well, you don't have to feel that way anymore. Welcome to the Life and Business Coaching for Millennials, a safe space where people from all walks of life can come together to learn, grow, and transform. My name is Jose Miguel Longo, and I'm your host. Life and Business Coaching for Millennials is a place where diversity is celebrated and encouraged, where we can have open, honest conversations about uncovering your purpose in business, feeling more joy in your life, and ultimately finding more happiness and success. I look forward to having meaningful conversations and coaching sessions that will help you explore life, career options, be inspired, fueled, and fulfilled with laughter. It's time to chit-chat with Jose Miguel. Let's dive in. Hey, chit-chatters. Welcome to another episode of Life and Business Coaching for Millennials. Today, I want to talk to you about everything that's happening in my world, and I'm sure that some of you out there who are in the online business coaching world If you're just getting started or you're kind of like six months in, three months in, or maybe even a year in and you're just starting to see change and growth, this episode is for you. And if you're not a coach and you're interested in getting into the coaching business or interested in looking into creating a business in the online world, you may want to listen to this because it's not just about coaching. So I've been going through this amazing journey since I launched the podcast, since I launched Coaching with Jose Miguel, and ultimately having just lots of fun doing it. I mean, ultimately, I think when you talk about building a a career, building a life, and building something that's successful, like a business, you want it to be fun. Who wants to go into doing something that's not fun? If you ever listened to my episode where I talk about how building my own business from the bottom up or from the ground up has changed my life, this is really where this all comes into play. Because I've had lots of opportunities where I've had some side hustles and I've had some side gigs and I've made really good money and I got bored. And it's not about money. This business, for me personally, isn't about money. This business for me is about wanting to pursue a dream of, yes, financial freedom to be able to create a schedule around my own time to be able to create a life that's more meaningful. But I ultimately want to help others. I want to help people out there who are struggling in their life to either define a life that's more meaningful, impactful, one that's full with more purpose, and one that they can have passion with. I want to help people who are looking to start a business and are completely lost and really need to gain clarity in what they can start a business in. And I want to help people in their careers, people who are ultimately seeking more purpose in their career. They're in the nine-to-five job that's kind of beating them up. They're lost with it. They hate it. They're miserable. They go to work and they wake up like, oh, another fucking day of this bullshit. Those are the people who I want to help. I'm here to serve. I know what my God-given talents are. 
I know that my strains are to help individuals and the rewards for me are when I hear people's success stories. So I'm gonna get off, I'm gonna get off of that soapbox to then transition to say, I'm embracing the journey that I'm experiencing in the growth that I'm having. So let's rewind a little bit. I started talking about creating coaching with Jose Miguel back in January due to a five-day challenge that really inspired me because I was feeling drained from my job. I love what I do, but it's exhausting. I work in higher education as a director of career services at a four-year college. And if anybody who works in higher education, you know that it's trying, you know that you're overworked, underpaid, and probably doing the job of three people. And it's no secret, you know, we don't go into higher ed for money and it's important that we are valued. We have education, we have strengths, we have leadership, we have strong pursuits of wanting to reach specific goals in our life. Who doesn't? And money is a motivator, money is important and it's a resource, but it's not about that. The problem for me was, is that I felt like I was not living to my true potential. And I was stuck in this really weird rut back in January where I needed to really look for something else to give me inspiration to lift me up because I felt like I was getting in this depression of this black hole and it was not in a very good place. So I do this five-day challenge. The five-day challenge ended up really awakening me to get my shit together, get my mind right and start taking some action. I stopped talking about the things that I wanted to do and started doing. And I'm saying this to y'all because I don't care if it's you wanting to look for a new job. I don't care if it's you saying that you would love to have your own business someday. I don't care if, if it's you saying, oh, you know, I've always wanted to do that, but I really want to wait until later or now is not a good time. Let me tell you something. Are you going to wait until you're dead to do it? Because if not now, then when? What exactly are you waiting for? What exactly is a good time? For those of you who are out there doubting yourself and what it is that you think you should be doing because you want to pursue something, that it's an interest or a goal or a lifelong hobby or a bucket list, go fucking do it. Get your fucking ass up and just go do it. There's no excuse. And here's the thing, though. If money is an excuse, find a way to make the money to do it. Because people always find a way. There's always a way. And even in the middle of this fucking crazy pandemic, there's always a way. We've got people that I look at in this coaching industry which charge for five six, $10,000 to clients, to people, to offer them a service. Now, I'm not trying to hate on people, but I just think it's so unnecessary. I just don't believe in that. I could never see myself putting out what I do when ultimately I know that I have to serve people. I want to do this to make money, but not to gouge people. Not to make it so that people never want to come back to you. And then at the same time, 
there's people who are out there who are like, I just want to learn a new skill, but I have to pay $1,000 to do it when you can go pay $47 to do it. And it's just as good. Like, I get that there's a mindset of like, well, why not pay more if you can get it? Like, no, don't pay more. Why should you pay more? It's just not realistic. So when you talk about having money as a, oh, what's the word? You know, a reason for an excuse for not being able to do something. If you want it hard enough, you will find a way. And this journey that I've been on for the past, you know, I started talking about it in January. By the time I actually put the th- the things that I had in thoughts into action were in March. Um, and for me, it really started with this podcast. I'm having the time of my life with this podcast. And it, I don't know why I waited so long. Procrastination, right? <laughs> and the, the idea of just like the what ifs. But ultimately, when I started the podcast, I really started it in March. I had like five or six episodes that I recorded and a couple of guests. And then I just started to put them out in April because it took me that long to just get it ready. There was steps involved in it. But this podcast has been the organic growth funnel for what launched my business. And I'm so proud of like what I've accomplished. Like I get teary-eyed, I get goosebumps thinking about it because I feel like if I can do this, this person who I'm always the optimist, but I've always like something like this is, was never something that I ever actually thought I would do, if that makes sense. Like I've always wanted to do it. I always talk about saying that I'm going to do it and just talking and having no action. But the fact that I'm living and breathing it and I'm seeing actual results and I'm actually seeing change and I'm actually helping people and I'm getting paid to do something that I love even more so is tremendous reward. And I'll say that, like, for me, the goal for me, ultimately, I don't want to work in higher ed for the rest of my life. I love what I do in higher ed, but I'm burnt out. And I want to help people at a larger scale that really does not involve higher education. I want to help. I want to make what I call my students really clients because I want to help people at a different range in where they are in their life. I want to have conversations with people that just don't apply to academics or just don't apply to career readiness and being a college student. I love that population. I, if I didn't love it, I wouldn't still be doing it. I would have pivoted to something else. But ultimately, like, I want to finish out my, you know, the next maybe 10 years in public service, make sure my student loans get paid off. Because let me tell you, this situation with our economy is a fucking shit show. So I'm hopeful that student loan forgiveness will still exist. I'm in seven, I'm in year three of, of 10 to, to get those paid off. So I got seven more years to go. Um, and then hopefully be able to have built my business enough in the next five to seven years where I can just say, thank you very much for the last 10 years of plus of service. I've been doing it for over 10 years and, and being able to say, okay, bye-bye, you know, and, and continue on with my coaching business. But I say all this because the point I'm really, 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 really getting to is that I'm living my lens in my life and how happy I am through the through the business, through the podcast, through my coaching business, and all of it comes through clarity and mindset. 
And the other part that it comes down to is that, and for all of you out there, please forgive me, I'm not super religious. Well, I'm not religious at all. Let me start by that. But I do believe in the power of faith, and I do believe in spirituality. I just don't go to church. And I also don't really read the Bible. But a lot of my friends do, and a lot of my coaches do. Yes, I do have a coach. And so I just learned of a proverb today, and there's a couple of them that I've learned about that have really just excited me in what they say. And I have to tell you that I was a kid who grew up in the Catholic Church, and I went to church every single Sunday. I went to Sunday school. My girl, Patricia, who I grew up with, if you listen to the podcast, you know exactly what went through. My godmother used to drag our asses to church 7.30 in the morning on Sunday mornings, go to, go to Sunday school, and then sit in a mass. And it was exhausting. And, you know, it, it wasn't just because it was exhausting. I don't, I think because I was raised the way that I was raised in the Catholic Church, that it ultimately caused me to defer and not believe. And I wasn't reading what was written in a way that I was able to interpret it. And when you're like 12 or 13, or even younger than that, because I think I stopped going when I was like 12, 11 or 12, something like that, you don't know what the hell the Bible's really saying, or you don't know what those scriptures are really saying, whatever, whatever part of the Bible you read. So as a 36-year-old man, I was paying attention to what my friends who are really deep-rooted, you know, Christians and religious and what their scriptures were, because it's still the same Bible. I think it's all the same thing. I'm not, again, I'm not religious. But this one scripture, and it's it's written as Proverbs 16.9. I don't know how to read this, so I'm sorry. Again, please don't hate on me if I'm not reading this correctly and for those of you who are not religious, but I think it's really important to listen to this. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. And I think there's a lot of ways of interpreting this. And for me, how I hear that message and how I see this message is that we as people, as individuals, have hopes and dreams. And the path that the higher power, God, or whoever you believe in, has a path that is already established for you, one that you have to, I guess, maybe pray upon or one that you have to believe upon. But I think ultimately it comes down to that when you do something, you focus on something and you spend the energy in what's right and where your heart is and something that that, that God tells you to do. I think when I talk about my God-given talents, I'm doing it which is why I'm seeing the return in my success with my coaching business. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense. Let me try let me try and explain that again. I'm seeing my growth happening in front of me. And I would say for most cases like my podcast has had 600 plus downloads. Um, you know, almost 700 at this point. I've got clients and I've got referrals and I'm putting out courses and I'm putting out workshops and all these amazing things that I only thought of and I only wished of, but I'm doing the work that I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm going to say this, the work that, that God wants me to do. I'm not saying that he's leading me, but I was 
born, I was born and baptized in the Catholic Church. And so spiritually, I'm connected to God in a weird way. I don't want to make this about religion because I'm just not super religious. But I think for some reason, I feel I really feel this connection to the fact that this particular scripture is is a, is a way of God telling me that you have to keep going and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And I'm bringing you these gifts, which is these clients. My clients are my gifts because those are the people I'm meant to help. Does that make sense to y'all guys? I would love to hear your thoughts in the po- in, in the comments, in the posting of the podcast. It just makes important for me because I've struggled with this a lot. I've struggled with how do I, I'm gay. Most gay people, my husband super, like, goes to church every Sunday. doesn't now because of COVID, but he did. And when we first met, I'm just like, okay, you know, you do your thing. If that's what you want to do, knock your socks off. I am going to church. I go for what I like to joke as the once over, which is like Sunday. No, actually, it's like Easter. And then right before, um, like, for Christmas mass, where you kind of, like, get forgiven and you kind of go about your business. But I'm just not religious, and I've lost my faith in God. Not God, but, like, the religion, the Catholic Church religion. And my friends who are not Catholic but are Christian, I'm learning so much more from them and how they look and re- look at God and receive God. And it's lighting me up. It's really lighting me up. So I'm learning a lot about myself in this process as a grown man, kind of trying to bring back faith in my life. And, you know, really reinvent what my, what I used to think was different. And I don't even think about what I used to think. I think it's just more of like this new person. So not to keep rambling, but to me, kind of like bringing this full circle, I feel that if any of you are out there and you're, you're struggling, right? If you're struggling to embrace what you should be doing, Ask God, like, ask God, think long and hard, sit with the journal, pray if you pray. If you don't pray, talk to someone. The the power of conversation is ultimately where it's at. And in conversation with my coach, in conversation with my my friends who who are Christian, I've learned so much more than I could ever imagine about how we as humans, not me as a person, we as humans, our our race are here to serve in so many ways. And you need to really take the time in investing in yourself to identify what those gifts are. And it doesn't matter when it happens to you. It can come to you later in life. It may not happen to you right now, because guess what? Right now might not be the good time for you. Might not, might not be the time. And it took me getting into the, the slump and the depression that I went because I'm going to tell you, I was really depressed. I mean, we've, we've had a lot of shit going on in our country and in our world. Sorry, sipping on some vino. But it, it's been rough. And you talk about 2020, it's been a fucking shit show. I just think that right now where we are today, we're so hopeful, and op- well, I, at least I feel hopeful and optimistic that change is coming, 
I felt so empowered with how our my black brothers and sisters, my brown and black brothers and sisters have been definitely taking heart. And it's not even just them, it's everybody. There's a whole movement here that want change and we want change for good. And you talk about serving people and helping people, we have to be optimistic about how we can do that. So if you're struggling and if you're in this process of I'm confused, I'm lost, give yourself the permission to really dig deep and give yourself the permission to really open your eyes and see what your true potential is. Take take the time to really identify with your inner self and take a good look in the things you truly enjoy doing. Life is really, really short. We only have one life to live. I don't say that because I think it's true. I say that because I think about all the experiences I've had in my life. I say that because I think about the things that I've gone through in my life. I've, I lost my sister who passed away when she was 18 in a tragic car accident. And, you know, definitely a life that was taken too soon. And you should you want to question God, right? Definitely a life that was taken too soon. Everything happened for a reason. Having her pass away when I was 22 years old caused me to really dig deeper into my soul and think about how I was spending my time and think about how I wanted to live my life. And when I tell you that if you're in a job or in a career, because there's a difference, a job pays the bills, a career is what you should be doing for life or ideally for life. But the thing that people don't recognize is that as you grow as a human, as you grow as a person, your your inner person and the person you've become changes. And that job may not change. That career may not change. So you have to dig deep to find the things that you as an individual want to do to step out of that. And sometimes that requires transition. Sometimes that requires a transformation. And so that's where I like to come in and kind of give you the whole rundown of a coaching mindset conversation of what you can do. I love to do holistic coaching. Definitely hit me up if you're in that place right now in your life. But I say this, for me, I went through an evolution way back 10 years ago when I wanted to be in coaching. It wasn't right for me. I knew what it was. I knew it existed. I always wanted to do it. I always talked about doing it. But right now is the time. And I'm so proud of myself to have spent the last, what is it? March, April, May, June, July, August, six months investing in myself, in my business, in the things that I really want. And I, I'm here to stay. I want to come and deliver you so much more meaningful conversations. I have seven new episodes that I'm recording and I have three that I've recorded um, that I'm bringing you over the next two months. I have some amazing guests lined up for September that I have to record still. I just can't wait for all the things. I really, really can't. And I, I do this also because I know that I have an audience now. 
to see that I have 700 downloads and having a podcast that's literally five months old and seeing the potential that it has, fuck yeah, I'm going to keep doing it. And not just because like I have listeners, but I love doing it. This is so much fun. I'm speaking into a microphone, speaking my truth, but speaking it with how I know other people may be seeing it because shit, I definitely know there's people out there who have gone through similar situations or similar experiences. And I think people want to be heard. People want to be seen. And if you're not the kind of person that can come on to a platform and show your face and speak your truth and be able to share that, then a podcast is for you. A podcast, the way you absorb information, you learn things and you you know gather information might be through a podcast as opposed to like a video. Um, but I enjoy all of those, but the podcast to me is just so much fun and so much life. So, you know, kind of summarizing this up, kind of closing this down and closing this particular show episode, I want to leave you with this. I want to leave you with telling yourself that it's okay to allow yourself to think about the things you want to do and make that wish list. It's not okay to sit on it and never act on it. Um, The other piece I'll say is that you need to give yourself permission. I talked about this before. You need to give yourself the permission to see the potential, to allow the growth, and see the outcome that will deliver you the focus and the strategy you need to succeed. Before I wrap this up, I want to tell you about my live resume building workshop. The reason I'm telling you about this resume building workshop is because I know how many people out there are hurting. They're hurting because they lost their jobs due to COVID. They're hurting because they lost the unemployment funding that was being extended. And they're hurting because ultimately they want to be able to provide for their families. This workshop is for the individual who is a mid-career or late-career person. This workshop is going to teach you the foundations of how to build a resume that is going to get you seen, it's going to get you recruited, and it's going to get you hired. This resume building workshop is going to tell you everything you need to know about building core competencies that are an essential function to get your resume to stand out in the applicant tracking systems, or what I like to call ETS. The reason people struggle to get seen is because right now you have probably to the average job posting, 100 to 150 plus applicants. And the challenge with that is, is that you have people who either have the experience or don't have the experience or are overqualified and you have just an oversaturation of applicants. Well, applicant tracking systems are pretty fucking savvy because if a company has invested in a really good applicant tracking system, they're putting in all the juicy keywords, all the juicy buzzwords in the job descriptions and the people who are savvy enough to know how to create a good resume are putting it on their resume. So they're reading the job description. This is what I teach. I teach you how to understand how to read a job description. So in this workshop, we're creating the framework 
of what your resume should look like. And then you can sign up for a coaching session with me where I can go over and how you would tailor your resume for the job. So that means you have to have a job description for a job you want to apply to. And then I can show you how to go through the whole entire job description and reformat your resume. Here's what I say to that though. I know, ain't no one got time to reformatting and tailoring your resume to the job. I get it. But the problem is if you want to get hired, you have to do it every single time. One of the things I tell people is that your resume is a living and breathing document. It grows as you grow. So you need to stay on top of that shit every single time you have a new accomplishment, every single time you changed your job. You need to update your resume. It's so, so important. I like to keep a Word document in a folder that just has bullets. And I throw in every new accomplishment that I've seen or done throughout the course of the year, even if I'm not applying to a job. And then at the end of the year, I'll go back and look at my resume, look at this document and say, okay, how much information do I have in here that I need to add to my resume? The idea is to build a master version of your resume that you can always keep on file. And every year you update it. So even if you're not looking for a job, at least you're keeping your resume up to date. And what you want to do is that when you're ready to apply to that job, you take that master version and you build the version for the job you want to apply to. So what I'm teaching in this course is the foundations of building the version of the resume that you should be using to apply to the job. But for you to tailor the resume to the job, you need to sign up for the coaching session. But let me tell you about this workshop. This workshop is $47. It's a no-brainer. It is a $200 value. Now, I'm not one of those people who customizes and tailors people's resumes for them. I never wanted to be in that business. Ask my brother. I always wanted to show him how to do his resume for him, and he never wanted to. And I missed out on his last resume opportunity, whatever. But Ultimately, for me, I know that this strategy works because it gets people hired. I work in this industry. I work as a career counselor. I work as a career coach. I'm a director of career services. My job is to make sure that your students, your kids, if you're anybody between, it doesn't matter what age you are, but your kids, if they're in college, my job is to make sure they get a job. And I've been helping hundreds of thousands of students for the last 10 years get them hired. I've helped Fortune 500 companies pick their top candidates to hire out of college, some of them for six-figure jobs. So this, res- this workshop is really a no-brainer. Again, $200 value. Now, if you pick up a coaching session, I typically have this program, if you want to call it, it's a package that offers you a 30-minute a resume consultation or resume critique, a 30-minute cover letter um, critique and kind of mapping and framework, and then a 30-minute interview prep. This session, those three sessions are 30 minutes each for a total of 90 minutes. I know you guys to do math. That's typically 197. I'm discounting that session, that package, if you do the resume building workshop. So when you register for the resume building workshop, 
The checkout is open for the workshop, but not for the package. When you come live to the workshop, I will give you the promo for that package. But you can, if you want it now, so let me tell you about what's happening as well. The resume building workshop is going to happen August 25th, which is a Tuesday at 7 p.m. The registration is open today. It will be on the website by tomorrow. And then the information to register for the job search toolkit, I believe it's called, or the career toolkit, something like that, will be available um, on the day of the webinar. Because what's happening is I'm doing a five-day window for you to sign up for it. But I have some bonuses, some freebies that I'm giving out in the webinar. One is a um, action verb list, which is what you need to use to have all the buzzwords in your resume. Um, the other thing is the secrets that recruiters will want you to want you to know about applying through applicant tracking systems. And the other thing is myths that recruiters told you. I'm sure a lot of you think that you have to have a resume that has to be a one page, right? No, you don't. Okay. No, you don't. So I'm super excited for this. I can't wait for people to sign up. I can't wait for people to see what they have the potential of doing when they're building their job search and the potential they have in their resume. If you are, a, like I said before, if you're a mid-career or late-career individual who is looking to pivot or you're looking to, to find a job and you're struggling in the job search process, your resume is not getting seen, you keep getting declined in the applications or it's getting lost in the black hole, sign up for the best workshop you're ever going to have it's 47 bucks. You're not going to regret it. And then if you really want, you can sign up for the actual uh, job career job coaching toolkit. So thank you for being such loyal fans. I love you guys. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this episode. Please, please, please leave us a review, subscribe. And also, last thing, I'm still running the 500 download giveaway, which if you take a screenshot of your review on Apple podcast or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, I don't care. Take a screenshot of your review, go on to Instagram and head over to Instagram stories and share your screenshot and tag me at Jose Miguel Longo. I mentioned this before, this is going on until Wednesday, August 19th, which is next Wednesday. So you have your chance to win a free Affirmation Hack Journal. It's one of my favorite journals. It's the one that I actually give away to my clients when they sign up for coaching packages because it helps them with their mindset. And I guide them through it every single day. So thank you so much. I really, really love you guys. I really appreciate all of you out there who listen to me and listen to my babbling. I can't wait to bring you next week's episode. I hope you have an amazing day. God bless. Enjoy your week. Hey, Chit Chatter, before you go, if you love this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. I read every single one of them. It would mean the world to me. And if you love some free coaching, go ahead, like, subscribe, and in the review, leave us a comment. Go ahead and screenshot it and then post it on over on Instagram stories and tag me at Jose Miguel Longo. Thank you so much for listening, all my love, and I can't wait for you to listen to the next episode.